I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello and welcome to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala, founder and bishop of Adey Ajala Ministries Worldwide and creator of the Kindness Revolution. Today you will be abundantly blessed by the Word of God, Functions of the Living Word, Part 2. And now I present to you Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. The Word of God is our life. The Word of God is our hope. The Word of God is our guide. I welcome you to get connected with Bishop Israel Adeyajala as we continue with the functions of the living Word of God. We started last week, and I told you last week that the Word of God is living and active. The power of the word is so much that we are looking at what does it do for us. I, I said last week that the word of God testifies concerning that Jesus is the Christ. The word Christ is the word, the anointed one, and his anointing. So the word of God testify that Jesus is the Christ. Listen to this. Every time you read the scripture, you must look for Jesus in the passage you are reading. And if you don't see Jesus in that passage, pray the prayer of David of Psalm 119, verse 18, that says, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things according to your law. The word law is the word Torah, which is what we now know as Bible. So the word of God testified that Christ, Jesus, is truly the Christ. And John chapter 5 verse 39 says, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And the word you are searching for is me. It testifies of me. Now, let me show you something that the Word of God also do. The, the function of the Word of God, it makes eternal life available. The Word of God makes eternal life available. The Bible says whoever believes in Jesus should not perish, but we have eternal life. So the Word, and who is Jesus? Jesus is the Word of God. So the Word of God makes eternal life available and accessible to us. The word of God not only do that, the word of God cause us to be healed. The word of God cause us to be healed. When the word is sent, the Bible says he sent his word and his word heals them. The word of God provides opportunity, I mean, provides healing. He makes healing available. When the word goes forth, healing goes forth. You know, that is why when you get into the word, 
when you make the word of God primary in your life, you know, you are not just going to enjoy divine healing when it is necessary. You will continually enjoy divine health. You will continually enjoy divine health. Let me show you something according to Proverbs chapter number four. Proverbs number four. It says, from verse 20, it says, My son, give attention to my words. My son, give attention to my words. Now, if you are listening to me, you are a lady. That word son, think about it as gender neutral. It could be my son, my daughter, my child. Give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Verse 21. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. That word health is the word marpe, and it actually means medicine. It means medicine. It means medicine. So the word of God is medicine to your flesh. He says, my son, attend to my word. The word attend or give attention to is, think about it this way. You went to a restaurant and you ordered, I mean, when you, you were asked to sit down and somebody came with a menu and he gave you the menu. That person, you call them what? The attendant. Mm-hmm. You see, that word, that person is attending to you. That's the way the word of God attends to you. Just like you go to a restaurant and you pick the menu and the guy takes the menu, goes to the kitchen and brings the meal back. Mm -hmm. So the same thing, the word of God, that's the word, attend to my word. Uh, It says, when you attend to the word of God like that, the word of God will produce for you. Because the word of God is profitable. You attend, you give attention to, you give not just partial, whole attention. He said, you will find me when you find me, when you look for me with all your heart. The problem with us as Christians is we, are, we, are, we never look for God with all our heart. And I said last week, when you meditate on the word, you are meditating on God. Yes. When you meditate on the word, you are meditating on God. And listen, you become what you think about. You become, you, you act like what you think about. You know, if you begin to think like God, guess what? You will start acting like God. You begin to, you know, Jesus says, I only do what I see my father do. I only say what I see my father say. Everything that Jesus was doing, he was consumed with the, with the thought of the father. Not just the thought of the father. He looked intently at the father. And he tries to not even try. He, did not, he didn't have to struggle to become. Because everything he sees the father do, that's what he did. Listen, if you want to be complete in your life, you want your life to be whole, nothing missing, nothing broken. You will have to give attention to the word of God. Listen to this. The Bible says God uphold all things by the word 
of his power. The word uphold means arrange, sustain, keep alive. That's the meaning of it. When you think about it, from from Hebrew, uh, Greek word, it means sustain, keep alive, arrange. So if if the life, if one's life is out of order, the word of God will rearrange it and put it back into order. Yes. The word of God brought Lazarus out of de- out of grave after four days. Look, the word of God brought Lazarus. What was the word? Lazarus, come forth. That's that word came from the word, mm-hmm. who is Jesus. So when Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth, he released the word of God into that dead man. And yes. he came back to life. And the Bible talks about you and I also that we were born again, not of incorruptible, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed through the word. So the word of God is what puts the life of God in us. Without the word of God, there is no life of God. That is why when you want the life of God, you go for the word of God. When you want the wisdom of God, you go for the word of God. When you want victory in life, you go for the word of God. When you want success, you go for the word of God. Listen, the word of God will give you the picture of what your picture, your future will look like. You can look for your future from the scripture. Take the picture into your soul and begin to play that picture again. It's called meditation. When you continue to play the picture that you found in the scripture, you are creating your future. Because without the word, there is no future for man. Amen. Without the word, listen to this. You can be smart without the word. You can be intelligent without the word. But I dare to say to you, you cannot be wise without the word. Because wisdom is a person. Wisdom is a person. It's not a philosophy. Jesus Christ, the wisdom of God. That's what the Bible calls it. Jesus Christ. The wisdom of God. So when and what who is Jesus? The word of God. Word so of when God. you want wisdom, you look for the word. When you want wisdom, now you can go to school and be smart and be intellectual. That is not wisdom. I have seen people with 38 degrees. Some people just mount degree upon mm-hmm. degrees like mm-hmm. thermometer, and they are behaving with no wisdom. No, so, so wisdom comes from God. And God and his word, they are one and the same. You can't separate God from his word. I realize in my life, the more I spend time in the word, the wiser I become. Because what God sees, I begin to see it. I begin to see things the way God sees it. When I begin to rely on the word of man, I begin to be worldly, begin to take the worldly view, the view of man, and that leads to nowhere. It always leads to frustration. At best, it becomes a, a, what we call treadmill, just, yes. just, just going on treadmills, mm-hmm. running, running, but mm-hmm. no forward movement. And a whole lot of people are running live on mm-hmm. treadmill instead of 
progressing. The word of God is what we navigate and create path where there was no path. The children of Israel got to the Red Sea. It was the power of the word of God that parted the Red Sea. And they were able to navigate and walk through the dry land while those who don't have the word, who just want to imitate, got drowned. You don't compare yourself with somebody who has the word. That's why I said to people, don't base your faith on another man's testimony. Base your faith on the word of God. I'll be right back after this. Thank you, Bishop, for that word of insight and revelation. We'll be back with more after these announcements. If you are in need of food or you know someone who is in need of food, join us for our free food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, give us a call at 720-859-1737. Be our special guest and join us for any or all of our services Every Sunday, we have an 8.30 a.m. service, a 10 o'clock service, and an 11.30 a.m. service. Come and be blessed by the Word of God by Bishop Israel Aday Ajala. Our January oral change will take place on Friday, January 28th at 7 p.m. Come and experience the miraculous power of the anointing. Join Pastor Ann Dada for her exciting book signing of her book, The Registered Nurse, here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. This will take place on Friday, January 21st from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Mark your calendars for the upcoming Immigration Law Seminar with attorney Zeno McBegar on Saturday, January 22nd at 11 a.m. here at Kingdom Connection. Although registration is not required, you may sign up by calling 720-859-1737. Kingdom Connection Christian Center, along with TKS Pharmacy, will hold a COVID vaccine and booster clinic, which is free, on Sunday, January 23rd, from 8.30 to 1 o'clock p.m. Welcome back to Get Connected. We have in the studio with us a very special guest. She is the women's ministry pastor for Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Her name is Pastor Ann Dada. Bishop, yes. can you share with us more about Pastor Ann Dada and why she's here today? I am grateful to God for having Pastor Ann with us today, just like you said. Pastor Anne is uh, the women's ministry pastor, pastor in charge of women's ministry at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. She's doing an incredible job. But more importantly, she is a nurse by profession. 
and she has been a nurse for over four decades. And uh, she has written a book. Believe you me, she's written a book. And the book is The Registered Nurse. The Mm. Registered Nurse. Uh, And and, uh, Sister Anne, you are welcome to get connected. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Pastor Annette. Thank you for having me. Yes, I am so happy that you wrote a book. (laughs) That is awesome. And uh, what makes you write a book? I mean, if you think about it as a Christian... We would think you will write about uh, uh, um, the Hebrew women and <laughs> uh, and the and the Egyptian women in midwifery. You didn't. You didn't. You went straight into your profession, and you wrote about the registered nurse. What is this book about? Thank you again, Bishop. The registered nurse was inspired because of my experience through the years in nursing as a preceptor on the floor, you know, teaching fresh graduates who have just graduated from nursing school the rudiments of, you know, clinical nursing. Mm -hmm. They come to the floor and they find out that nursing, I mean, nursing practice is a whole new ball game from what they, you know, they learned in school. And over the years, I began to think that it's good to put this into you know, writing mm-hmm. so that it will continue to inspire new grads and perhaps the um, high school um, students mm-hmm. who are thinking of what career to go into. Um, it will help guide them if it's something that they really want to go to. But the essential thing is for high schoolers, they need to have a heart for nursing. Mm. Wow, a heart for nursing. Nursing is both a profession and a ministry because I, I realize you have to have love for people. In your Absolutely. own experience of four years, what, what would you say are the challenges that new graduates face based on your experience? Um, thank you again, Bishop, yes. for that question. Um, Fresh graduates come, you know, they, 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 they have been prepared over the years in, in college nursing, nursing program and they do their board exam, they pass, and now it's time to put all they have learned into practice. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, while they were in training, they may not have access to human beings mm-hmm. per se. Sometimes they do when they come for clinicals in the hospitals but it's unlike daily practice where you're assigned, you're totally responsible for four, five, six patients mm-hmm. on your shift. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Charlie, I mean, as, as beautiful as um, nothing is, mm-hmm. it could be challenging. You can get to the floor and just one patient drives you, you know, through the shift. Mm-hmm. Where, and still you're accountable for the other five mm-hmm that has been assigned to you. And this is where teamwork comes into practice, into being, you know, you liaise with your colleagues and ha- seek help from them. If, should there be any need to go, um, I mean, to go and um, uh, nurse or care for another patient while you are, do, you are caring for one of the other patients. So, it, there are challenges in nursing, mm. but with a heart to care, mm. 
you, you can surmount that challenge. And that's why it, it is necessary to guide the new grads um, in this area. Wow. I also want to take this opportunity to thank all the health workers, especially the nurses, you know, and doctors, and every one of you that have been working and working during this pandemic. And I mean, you know, I don't know, you know, how you are able to do it. Uh, Pastor Anne, being a Christian author yourself, um, are there any area where your faith uh, or the Bible and so on uh, influence you even in writing this book? Yes, sir, um, Bishop. N um, nursing or the health system yes. itself is a caring system. Mm. And as a Christian, you, we see in the scriptures several places where Jesus cared, yes. where Jesus healed. Yes. He healed the leper. Yes. He healed the withered hand. Yes. He, he opened the eyes of the blind. Yes. You know, so in, in health, um, health care, it's a caring ministry. Yes. It's a care, I mean, for, you, for a, a Christian to be in that field is a privilege to, to put, you know, merge the word of God, the, the scriptures into with practice. Um, um, caring for patients is, as a registered nurse, is a holistic care. You take care of every aspect of the patient, spiritually, physically, emotionally, um, nutrition, I mean, all areas. Yes, yes. So um, your once faith comes yes. into practice as you go along, as you take care of your clients. Fantastic. Now, where can we get our listener and our audience, where can they get this book, The Registered Nurse? Where yes. Um, thank you again, Bishop. Um, they are available. They are available with our publishers, mm -hmm. the Lighthouse Books mm -hmm. Publishing. They are available there. They are online. Yep. The Lighthouse Book, um, they are called. They are online. And then they are with Amazon as well. Okay, so, so people can go on Amazon. Yes. Is it on Kindle for somebody like us that uh, <laughs> are working on that one? We are working okay. on it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Mm -hmm. Well, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here you have it. Could you put that book back again on the screen for us so that our audience at home can see it. The Registered Nurse by Sister Anne Dada. This book is coming from a pastor, a mother, a wife, and uh, a nurse of over 40 years. So this is an experience um, document. This is not just somebody read this and is writing. This is what I believe our dear Pastor Anne uh, has walked through. On Friday, you will be signing these books. Yes, sir. That's yes. How book. much is each of the books? Nine ninety nine. Nine dollar ninety nine cent. Nine ninety nine. Just come with ten dollars because uh, yeah. that's bottom line. Just come with ten dollars and uh, the, the invest in yourself. Uh, one teacher of mine, when I was growing up, always say, if you think education is expensive, try ignorance. Uh, and, and then you will realize that the price of ignorance is more, ex I mean, is more expensive to be ignorant than to be educated. Yes. 
educators and my people perish for lack of knowledge. And this book will help you, if, uh, especially those of you in high school, that you are, might be thinking of going into nursing. We want to thank you, Pastor Anne, for coming. Uh, we will be there and uh, to come and be part of the book signing. God bless you. Thank you, Bishop. Where you have it, ladies and gentlemen, you have with you today um, our dear Pastor Anne, who has come to show us um, a particular book that she just wrote, The Registered Nurse. Um, as I, as before we close, I want yes. to pray for our listener because a lot of people, they read the word of God and they don't understand it. Yes. So I want to pray the prayer of David in Psalm 119, verse 18, over all those that are listening to us. Psalm 119, verse 18 says, Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things according to your law. In other words, open my eyes so that when I read the word, I will understand it. Hear me. Until revelation comes, every word you read from the Bible may come to you as ordinary information. And information does not bring transformation. Revelation does. So the word must become flesh. The intangible must become tangible before we can see tangible change. So when you pray, I'm going to pray for you that God will open your eyes. You will see the word of God as God wants you to see it. And things will begin to happen in your life. The day I discover that the Lord is my shepherd. That I've been reading that passage forever and ever. But one day the light turned on. God is my shepherd. No wonder he was so bold to say, I shall not want. Mm. He said, though I may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? The shepherd is with me. The role of the shepherd is to protect the sheep, to provide for the sheep, to nurture the sheep, yes. to guide the sheep. The shepherd goes ahead and see where grains are yes. and direct the sheep there. All I need to do is to stay closer to the sheep. Once I get that revelation, fear left me. Mm. Confidence comes. I pray this for you now, that you too will receive revelation as you read the word. Father, I thank you for my brothers and sisters who are listening to us, watching us. Lord, open their eyes as they read the scripture, that they will see wondrous things that are in your word. And that what they see as the wonders of your word will make their life a wonder in their world. I speak healing to the one that is sick. I speak encouragement to the one that is discouraged right now. And I speak open door for the one that is looking for a new career. I cover you with the precious blood of Jesus. And I declare that it is well with you till we meet again next week. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone 
at 720-859-1737.